0: What is up you guys? Welcome to another edition of Controversial Thoughts, Costa Rica version. Got the beard rocking here. If you're on YouTube, you can see it. Let me know if you like it or if I should shave it into a mustache of any particular degree. But I found some interesting papers this week on testosterone levels, which are important for both men and women. And I'm also gonna talk about estrogen levels in women. So it's gonna be a whole talk on sex hormones, in relation to the fatty acid content of the diet, specifically high fat versus low fat. And then I'll break it down into a little bit of data reported in one of these papers about differences between saturated fat and monounsaturated fat versus our favorite nemesis, seed oils full of omega-6 polyunsaturated fats, specifically linoleic acid, and how these different fats may be influencing testosterone and potentially estrogen in women, so the sex hormones why do we care? I don't even need to answer this question. The guys listening to this all want higher testosterone. We want to be men. We want to grow beards. We want to have muscles. We want to have genitalia that work. It's important for our sex drive and our energy. Low testosterone is associated with tons of bad outcomes. And the same goes for women. If your sex hormones are off, the women and women and men both use estrogen and estrogen analogs and testosterone, uh, I should say estrogen derivatives and testosterone in their Uh, hormonal milieu. So it's important for both men and women to have testosterone and different levels of estrogen, obviously between the sexes, there's variation in what those levels should be. But if changes in the fat that we're eating can affect these sex hormones, this is an important thing to know about and something to discuss. And you don't want to be tanking your testosterone if you can avoid it, and I think you can. I wanna let you guys know, you guys all know we're doing Animal Based 30, this month at Hardened and Soil. If you haven't signed up, it is not too late to join us, animalbased30.com. Join us for an animal-based diet challenge this month of April. It's going awesome so far. There's thousands and thousands of people in there. We've got a Facebook group. You can get the carnivore uh, diet infographic, which has animal-based information in it too. I do weekly Q and A's in the Facebook group for the animal-based 30 and tons of free resources there for you to help you really jumpstart this way of living, which I believe in so deeply. And want to share with you another really cool thing that's happening. My friends at Belcampo are doing a giveaway with us at Hard and Soil, um, and you can win a year's worth of Belcampo meat, a foundational stack of supplements from Hardened and Soil, my passion company, and consult with me a cutting board, a t-shirt, and I'll give you a high five if I ever see you in person at a conference. I don't know who this guy is. That's clean shaven, but um, uh, that's supposed to be a picture of me. So anyway, if you guys want to get entered in this contest to win a year supply of Belcampo, a year supply of our supplements from Hart and Soil, go to this website Belcampo slash pages slash Hart dash Soil and put your name in here. Enter the sweepstakes, and we will be announcing it at the end of well, the beginning of April is when that contest will end. So you guys know Campo. I love them. You guys know Hard and Soil. These are the desiccated grass-fed organ supplements that I believe in so deeply. Check us out at HardandSoil.co. if you need more organ supplements. Check out belcampo.com if you need more grass-fed meat that is grass-fed, grass-finished, and regeneratively raised. So let me show you the paper that really was the genesis for this edition of Controversial Thoughts. So this paper uh, just came out. Um, I believe it's going to be published in June of 2021, but the the online version is available now. The title is Low-Fat Diets and Testosterone in Men, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of Interventional Studies. You know, you guys know I get all Twitter-pated when I see the word interventional. I love interventional studies. Um, I'm not super excited about surveys. I'm not super excited about observational epidemiology. Sometimes that's all we have but I really get excited about interventional studies and all of the studies considered in this meta-analysis were interventional. Now, they do a survey of the data. They had six eligible studies, total of 206 participants. I'll show you guys the breakdown here. But if you look across those six eligible interventional studies looking at high fat versus low fat diets in men, looking at men's sex hormones, testosterone, pretestosterone, dihydrotestosterone, what you find is that there were significant decreases in sex hormones on low fat versus high fat diets. That caught my attention. Okay, you guys all know I'm a huge fan of high fat diets. I'm a huge fan of animal fat. This is why we make fire starter at hardened soil. It's why I am an advocate for suet and animal fat and saturated fat, for stearic acid, for the odd chain fatty acids, all of these unique nutrients found in animal fat. But you can see here that the decreases in testosterone were significant. The p-values were less than 0.005 and they were notable. There was a 38% drop in total testosterone uh, on average. There was a 37% drop in free testosterone. There was a 30% drop in dihydrotestosterone. You can see the confidence intervals here. um, And there were no significant differences for luteinizing hormone or sex hormone binding globulin. Luteinizing hormone is a pituitary hormone that is secreted that signals the testicles to make Uh, testosterone, and sex hormone binding globulin is what binds our free hormones in the body. So if your SHBG, if your sex hormone binding globulin goes up, your free hormone levels will go down, which is usually not a great thing, though it's complex. Now, in their conclusion, low-fat diets appear to decrease testosterone levels in men, but further randomized controlled trials are needed to confirm this effect. I hope we do them because if you look at these trials, (laughs) I mean, What what are the plant-based folks advocating for? They're advocating for high-fiber, low-fat diets, and why would we think that's a good thing evolutionarily is beyond me, but studies like this continue to point in the direction of what I believe is an animal-based diet, and I will show you why. So you can read through the paper, you will see their selection, how they looked at them. These are the six studies that were included. The references are in the paper. You can see here the length of the trials, 10 weeks, uh, eight weeks, um, six weeks, three weeks, et cetera. And you can look at the differences. They break all the studies down. I'm gonna show you guys the first one in detail in a moment. You can see the forest plots here of total testosterone on a forest plot, showing the drop in total testosterone with a low fat diet across the majority of these studies and the clear trend across these studies with a 38% overall uh, standardized mean difference. You can see here, total testosterone Some group analysis, again, you can see free testosterone forest plot, you can see urinary testosterone forest plot, and you can see glutenizing hormone forest plot, like they said, no real difference here, and the sex hormone binding globulin forest plot. Here's the dihydrotestosterone forest plot. I have a podcast coming soon with my friend Robert English, where we talk about men's hair loss, uh, male pattern baldness, alopecia areata, Telogen effluvium, these are all different conditions and we talk a lot about dihydrotestosterone, so stay tuned for that. But if you look at their discussion, I thought it was pretty fascinating that they noted that there are studies that have been done previously that show the largest decreases in total testosterone were seen in the two studies with vegetarian low-fat diets. This is Hill, 1979, Hill, 1980, linked here in the paper, reference 44 and 49. They say these diets may have been lower in zinc, which is a common feature of vegetarian diets. I've noticed that, in the, I've mentioned that in the past, that vegan, vegetarian, plant-based diets are very deficient in many minerals, including zinc. And we know that zinc deficiency has been found to decrease total testosterone. Now, dietary fiber intake, as they mentioned, was likely higher on low-fat diets versus high-fat diets which has been suggested to increase testosterone excretion by modulating enterohepatic circulation of steroids. So what they're saying here is that if you eat eat more fiber, the testosterone is potentially going to bind to the fiber, get passed out of your gut and your poop instead of getting recirculated. It's up for debate in terms of estrogen or testosterone whether this is a good thing, but it could lower overall testosterone. Interestingly, they found that luteinizing hormone excretion decreased on low fat diets, suggesting that decreased testosterone production that decreased testosterone production rather than increased testosterone excretion was behind the cause here. So perhaps it wasn't increased excretion due to the increased fiber. It was actually decreased testosterone production. And that's that's a bad thing. You would not want that on a low fat, high fiber diet. You want increased testosterone production. Now, you can look here and I thought it was interesting that they mentioned the high fat diets, increased dietary cholesterol and cause increased blood cholesterol. Now, they've mentioned here, testosterone is synthesized from cholesterol. It's logical to think that an increased cholesterol substrate, an increased cholesterol substrate, increased testosterone production, but they say that in men with hypercholesterolemia, they have lower total testosterone. Now, I don't see these as um, completely paradoxical. I think that in general, the rise in cholesterol that happens when you eat saturated fat is not concerning for humans. Cholesterol is certainly a substrate for for testosterone production, and in general, a lot of men in the general population who have hypercholesterolemia are also insulin resistant, and that, as I will show you at the end of this, is definitely going to lower your testosterone. So it's more complex than they're making it out to be. But I think that, um, generally speaking, there are a lot of reasons that a high-fat diet could increase or support testosterone production. Now, They go on to mention another point here, which really corroborates the importance of an animal-based diet, which is that high-fat versus low-fat diets likely have higher dietary arachidonic acid due to intakes of animal foods. In vitro, that's in a test tube, exogenous arachidonic acid has been shown to increase testosterone production in Leydig cells. Now, however, they say, arachidonic acid supplementation in men has not been found to affect total testosterone or free testosterone. my suggestion here is that maybe you can't give things from a reductionist perspective and expect to see the same effect of eating organs or eating whole meat. As I've spoken about in other videos, there are many other corroborating, collaborating, supporting factors here. Could it be carnitine? Could it be creatine? Could it be choline? Could it be taurine? Could it be anserine? All of these other nutrients might work in concert with the arachidonic acid to support testosterone formation in men. It could be much more than just arachidonic acid acting in isolation. So again, I have a lot of trouble with the reductionist perspective and nutrition. And I think that what we clearly see over and over is that whole animal foods, that is animal meat and organs, especially liver, heart, kidney, spleen, pancreas, the important organs that are found in nose tail eating, these support human health and they always have. And if we try and be reductionist, we don't always find the same effects because there are these Um, multiple factors at play nutritionally in these foods that are all working in concert, likely. They also mention this connection with the polyunsaturated fat to saturated fat ratio. And they note that the low-fat diets had a higher polyunsaturated to saturated fat ratio, meaning more poly, less saturated fat. And they state this suggests a beneficial effect of monounsaturated fat and saturated fat, and or a deleterious effect of polyunsaturated fatty acids on androgens. A similar but ineligible study found that decreasing monounsaturated fat and saturated fat while increasing polyunsaturated fat, um, keeping total fat intake stable, decreased total testosterone by 15%. So again, polyunsaturated fat begins to look worse and worse for testosterone production here. They have another study here, the beneficial effect of monounsaturated fat on testosterone is supported by another study which replaced 25 grams a day of butter with either olive oil or argan oil and found total testosterone increased by 17.4% and 19.9%. That one's interesting to me because they're taking out an animal fat and increasing olive oil or argan oil. But in general, I think that high PUFA versus monounsaturated fat or saturated fat diets resulted in decreased testosterone production via increased um, testicular oxidative stress, decreased steroidogenic enzymes, and decreased testicular testicular free cholesterol available for steroidogenesis. Can you say it with me? Like you should get seed oils out of your diet if you don't know what seed oils are. And that's, that's a statement in rodents. So I need to clarify that because they say here, for ethical reasons, similar experiments have not been connected in humans except the broad human experiment is being conducted every single day because seed oils are pervasive in our culture and men's testosterone levels are declining precipitously. I've talked about this in my podcast multiple times. Those are correlations. We cannot draw causative inference, but it begs further examination. And I think we should do those studies. Now, I love here in the paper they say, Paleolithic ancestors of modern Europeans likely had high fat intake. You're damn right they did. Look for an upcoming podcast with my buddy, Mickey Bendor, talking about the human trophic level of eating. He had a paper published recently that everybody's been sending me about how humans were carnivores or hyper carnivores, meaning they were eating 70% of their diet as animal foods. And I thought, yeah, I know. I've talked to Mickey Bendor on the podcast in the past, but that podcast is coming soon. In fact, it's coming in two weeks. And they say, Paleolithic ancestors had a high fat intake reliance on animal foods in the 20th century hunter-gatherers increases above 40 degrees latitude. As I talk about with Mickey, I think that reliance on animal foods would have increased when there were more megafauna around 50, 100,000 years ago. So currently living hunter-gatherers are not always the best estimation of the macronutrient ratios of our historical predecessors. So they note here there has been a decline in testosterone over the years. It's quite scary, but I thought this paper was really interesting and begins to point a finger at the problems that you might encounter with a low fat, high fiber diet. Can we think of a low fat, high fiber diet? Yeah, like a plant-based diet, exactly. Why would we wanna do that? Why would we put a whole bunch of fiber in our bodies that's gonna cause gas and bloating? If you can tolerate a little bit, fine. Don't need it, it's not a panacea, it's not magical. It's not unicorn farts, it's not Sasquatch, it's not Santa Claus, it's not the Easter bunny. It's not magical. Fiber is not magical. You don't need it to be healthy. You don't need to poop. I've talked about that a million times. And if you couple a high fiber diet with a low fat diet, you're probably gonna decrease your serum testosterone in men and in women, you could also affect your testosterone and your estrogen. I wanna show you guys one of the studies that was cited in that actual paper. So this is the uh, Dorgan study the effects of dietary fat and fiber on plasma and urine, androgens and estrogens in men. This is a controlled feeding study. Again, this is a crossover design, 43 healthy men, high fat, low fiber diet for 10 weeks, and a two-week washout period crossed over to the other diet. And they found that the testosterone was reduced, total testosterone was reduced. So pretty, this is actually one of the interventional studies from that meta-analysis paper, but you can see the different diets. You can see the ranges of saturated fat, polyunsaturated fat, monounsaturated fat on these two diets. And if you look in here, you can see the way that SHBG changes. You can see the way the testosterone changes, but it doesn't look good for these diets. Now, interestingly, they point this fact out. They say, because the major source of estrogen in men is the peripheral aromatization of androgens, our finding of an increase in urinary excretion of testosterone, but a slight decrease in excretion of estrone and estradiol after a high fat, low fiber diet was unexpected. However, it's possible that this was the result of a decrease in the peripheral aromatization of androgens that offset the slight increase in androgen amounts. So many men get worried about aromatization, peripheral aromatization. Uh, This is an enzyme called aromatase that converts androgens, testosterone, into estrogen. Generally, as men, we don't want lots of estrogen. We need a little bit to be healthy, but we don't want tons. But if a high-fat, low-fiber diet, something maybe like an animal-based diet, could decrease peripheral aromatization, that might increase testosterone and decrease estrogen, leading to masculinity, which is what we want as a man. So I thought that was fascinating. Uh, They say no data are available... On the effect of dietary fat and fiber on peripheral aromatization at least not when that study was published it's something i want to look into in more detail in the future because that is a fascinating possibility and if indeed a high fat low fiber diet could decrease peripheral aromatization of testosterone that is something many men would be interested in now i mentioned women as well there have been some studies in women um so this is uh a study done in women. The title is the effect of a low fat diet on female sex hormones. And you can see here that after two months, um, they crossed over. So they did, this is a, again, a crossover diet, 33 women. They're either doing a standard diet, deriving 40% of their energy from fat or a low fat diet, 20% of their energy from fat. Serum hormone and lipid levels were measured in the middle and the end of each dietary period. In premenopausal women, Low-fat diet appeared to decrease levels of both non-protein-bound estradiol, so that would be free estradiol, and non-protein-bound testosterone. So it's decreasing the levels of these sex hormones again. Usually not a good thing. Cholesterol cholesterol levels were lowered by the low-fat diet. Physicians of the world rejoice, except that was correlated, or there was association with estradiol, testosterone, dihydroepiandrosterone, DHEA, and all the hormones are going down. It's probably not a good thing. It's not always bad that your cholesterol goes up. But again, the point of this one is that in women, low-fat diets appear to have the same effect on hormones, pushing them down, which is probably not a good thing. Now, I wanna talk a little bit about other ways that people get worried about tanking your testosterone. And that is something like a ketogenic diet. Now, in general, I think the best way to tank your testosterone is to eat a low fat diet of which the fat is mostly seed oils and put a lot of fiber in there. And that sounds like a plant-based diet to me, I'm just saying. Um, But people often ask me, is a carnivore diet or a strict carnivore diet, not an animal-based diet, which includes carbohydrates, but a strict carnivore diet going to lower my testosterone? Clinically, I will say that I have seen in some of my clients, if they go strict carnivore, that the testosterone drops a little bit. However, there are controlled studies which suggest that this may not actually be a phenomenon that is reproducible. So clinically, I've seen it, but there are many studies that suggest it's probably not a big deal. So this is the effects of a very high fat, low carbohydrate diet on safety, blood lipid profile, and anabolic hormone status. And you can see here that um, it did not affect the Total testosterone, in fact, it increased, total testosterone increased significantly on the very low carb ketogenic diet as compared to the Western diet. Um, And interestingly, insulin was increased significantly in the Western group compared to the very low carb ketogenic diet. So my comment here is that in general, if you have someone or you are insulin resistant and you eliminate carbohydrates from your diet, in addition to eliminating seed oils, and you become more insulin sensitive, your testosterone, your sex hormones are likely to improve. That usually means they go up, especially in men and testosterone. And I will show you a study that suggests that to be the case. But if you are a healthy male and you are not insulin resistant and you limit carbohydrates too much, check your testosterone. In some men, I've seen it go down. Now, the, again, overarching caveat here is that absolute levels of free and total testosterone are not the whole equation. We don't really have a great way to measure antigen receptor density, but that can change as well. All we really have is testosterone, free testosterone. And so we follow that. If your testosterone is dropping on a low carb diet or a ketogenic diet, I think there are many sources of carbohydrates that are less toxic, that are evolutionarily consistent and reasonable for humans like fruit and honey or even others that you could include that would not negatively affect your health in other ways. So, Want to just wrap up with a couple more studies here to drive these points home. Diet hormone interactions, protein carbohydrate ratio alters reciprocally, 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 the plasma levels of testosterone and cortisol and their respective binding globulins in man. This study found that a high carb diet increased testosterone. So that's interesting. And then finally, This is the one that I was mentioning earlier, the fact that long-term effects of a randomized controlled trial comparing high protein or high carbohydrate diets for weight loss on testosterone, SHBG, sex hormone binding globulin, erectile and urinary function in overweight and obese men who are presumably metabolically disordered, insulin resistant. What you find is that in overweight and obese men, weight loss with both high protein and high carbohydrate diets, improved testosterone, SHBG, and overall sexual function. So if you are overweight, if you have metabolic dysfunction, AKA insulin resistance, lose weight, that will improve your testosterone. You can do that with a low carb diet. You can do that with a high carb diet. But if you are metabolically healthy, I believe that a low fat, high fiber diet is not going to do your hormones well. And I think for many metabolically healthy individuals, limiting carbohydrates too much can lead to decline in testosterone that will improve when you include ancestrally appropriate, less toxic sources of carbohydrates in your diet. So hopefully that helps. Basically the message is, eat like your ancestors, eat an animal-based diet. You guys know I'm a fan of organs, grass-fed, grass-finished meat, less toxic sources of carbohydrates. If you wanna know what those are, join us for Animal Based 30. We'll send you the infographic. I've talked about it. There's many videos in which I've talked about the least toxic sources of carbohydrates but these are the ways that you can tank your testosterone. So if you want to make Harvey Kellogg, the founder of Cornflakes, proud and tank your testosterone and completely abolish your libido and, you know, be a essentially chemically castrated human, do it. But that's not how I want to be. And that's probably not how you want to be either because our sexuality as humans is important. It's how we reproduce. It's how we bring life into this world. It gives us a lot of pleasure. It's a huge part of who we are. And to be a healthy functioning human, whether you're thinking about it sexually or in terms of cardiac health, mood, strength, everything, having the proper levels of sex hormones is important and you do not want to tank them. I'm concerned about low-fat, high-fiber diets. I'm concerned about plant-based diets. But then again, you knew that. All right, guys. Thanks for watching this video. Check us out at hardensoil.co. If you need no to tell nutrition in your life. If you need desiccated organ supplements, we've heard from so many people that just including this simple capsule with desiccated organs is a spark. It, they feel it. They feel better. It improves their libido. It helps them lose weight and improves satiety, improves their energy. And this is because the nutrients in organs are so unique. So check us out there. Stay radical. Until next time. Love you guys.